0: Here's a theme song You know it's not a mean song It's a
1: good song Just as it should song American Brews and Tunes Shibbity-bebidow What you think about me I won't try to argue
0: All right. Wait! There's a microphone here Oh,
1: are we recording? Well, there's a red light on it Oh yeah, you're right that must mean record. That must
0: mean it's another episode of American Brews and Tunes. Oh, That's yeah. right. We're not Brews and Tunes anymore. We're American Brews and Tunes. Turns out there's a Canadian podcast also called Brews and Tunes. So we didn't want to run into any legal issues, so we changed it preemptively. <laughs> Preemptive, just like a lot of America's weird war efforts. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I'm not going to get <sighs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Just but, a joke. Just a joke. Uh, but uh, yeah, thank you for joining us and welcome to another uh, edition of American Brews and Tunes. A bi-weekly podcast in which we talk about two of our favorite things in one place.
1: Brews and Tunes. Exactly. I'm Steven Johnston. And my name is Jesse Tides. So, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> So what did we talk about last week, if I'm remembering correctly?
0: I listened to The Decemberists. Yes. And you listened to what? Tr- Transit. Yes, Transit, yeah, yeah.
1: Joyride, the album Joyride by Transit. And I listened to um, the, the Hazards, hazards of the Love. Hazards
0: of Love, yep. And beer-wise, I had the Stone Imperial IPA. Do you remember what you had? I had the uh, Death by Coconut. Oh, yeah, Death by Coconut. Ooh, that's a dessert of a beer. Hmm, delicious, delicious. It literally
1: tasted like chocolate, like like an almond joy.
0: But you know what they say another day, another dollar. So we're on to our next episode, uh, in which we are not listening to the Decemberists or Transit, and we're not having the Stone Imperial IPA or the Death by Coconut. Let's just go through the brews. Let's real go quick. through the brews because when you think of American brews and tunes, you don't think music first. You think beer first because brews comes before the tunes. Okay. Pride comes before fall. Brews comes before tunes. <laughs> I'm going to make a t-shirt with that. <laughs> All right, so what are you having? Let's let's outline your, your brew for this week.
1: Um, so I'm having the Stone Enjoy By February 14th, 2017. So... Um, what?
0: I don't know if we ever introduced... Uh, yeah, for exactly. For those who
1: don't know what Enjoy By is by Stone, why don't you introduce it? Uh, so Stone has this series... Um, the Stone has a series of brews called the Enjoy By series, and these beers um, are specifically made not to last. Yeah. They're always an IPA. It's always an Enjoy By IPA. Yes. Um, so there's always a date on the bottle, which is always why I save all the bottles, mm-hmm. um, to kind of remember all the different dates that I had to enjoy these by.
0: Yeah, and it's, it's literally, you enjoy it. By that date, that's its expiration date. Yeah, that's it'll be fresh until then.
1: Yep, so on Valentine's Day, ooh, ooh, it, will, it will expire. So I had to finish it before Valentine's Day, so I figured why not on American Brews and Tunes drink because this because you love
0: this podcast
1: exactly. Drink this most likely amazing beer. So, um, what's,
0: what's, what's different about this one than all the rest of the enjoy buys? Now,
1: this uh beer is much different actually, but um, why? <laughs> Why is this beer different? Well, I will say why. Well, I do declare. Oh, there's a lot of sediment in it. Oh, there's a sedimenty beer. Look at that. Anyway, so this this Enjoy Buy is much different than most other Enjoy Buys. So normally, um, the Enjoy Buy has you know the normal brown, dark like dark brown beer bottle. But then on the front, it has the green like green is the main color, and then the, obviously like the writing and the Stone logo. Yeah. And, like, the enjoy-by letters are all in white. Since it's Valentine's Day, this one is red instead of green. Pretty appropriate, right? Red Very instead appropriate. Of green. Red as in hearts. So, the flavor profile is chocolate and coffee, which is very weird. For an IPA. For, well, first of all, for an IPA, but also for Stone. Oh, yeah. Like, there hasn't been many... Like, there haven't I been think many... they had
0: one coffee IPA, which in itself is very weird, but... I don't think I can remember any chocolatey type beers.
1: Well, yeah, and I mean, like, the only other, like, coffee IPA that I've had that I've really liked is the cold brew. By Rogue. By Rogue, yeah. yeah. That one's delicious. it's delicious, bro. Um, but
0: anyway. But let me outline my beer. So, I'm having a brew from Six Point Brewery, which I believe they are from New York? Yes, North yeah, York? yeah. Yeah, Brooklyn, that. New York. Yeah, Actually, we should put a picture of this on the website. In fact, we will put a picture of this. If you look at their can, um, because they actually can their beers um, in these thin-looking cans, kind of like a Red Bull can, if you ever have seen the Red Bull can. Uh, They're much skinnier and a little taller. That's kind of like what these ones look like. Um, But the barcode on the back looks like the uh, New York skyline, and it's got the Statue of Liberty. Really, really cool, and it's just a really cool idea. I've never seen anyone utilize a barcode in a marketing method. So it's just, I don't know, it's just cool. I don't have any way to describe it other than cool. Um, but this brew is called Six Point. Um, I don't think I'd, I'd heard about them until maybe like, I don't know, five or six months ago when they started yeah. distributing to Nashville.
1: Yeah, kind of recently, actually. Yeah, but their brews are delicious.
0: Yeah, they're super good. Um, the Poof. The, the puff. puff. He yeah. likes to call it Poof, but it's the Puff. It's, a, it's an IPA, an unfiltered IPA. Beaver. Delicious. Oh, Delicious. Uh, but this one's called the high res. Um, it's a triple IPA, which means triple scary if you ask me.
1: yeah <laughs> No, but what does it actually mean? It just means that it's
0: it's I don't know. <laughs> Um, they dry hop, but they add more hops and more malts and barley than a traditional double IPA. They upped the game from a double IPA. So that, that's all it means. It's just a really, 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 really intense IPA.
1: So this has an IBU, which is an International uh, international Bitter something? Bittering units, yeah. Bittering units, yeah. Uh, So if you're ever drinking a beer and you're kind of wondering, H- how in the world do they rate how bitter this beer is?
0: I know I've asked myself that <laughs> in the past. So you might have also...
1: Like the first time I was drinking a stone beer. Oh, the, well, the first time I was drinking a stone beer, I was like, whoa.
0: <laughs> 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 no, but um, it's it's a, a unit of measurement called IBU, which stands for International Bittering Units. And I think it's purely reserved for beers. And I think so, I don't yeah. know who came up with it, but it's a unit uh, to measure how bitter a beer is. Uh, generally, it's usually how hoppy it is or how... Uh, literally bitter it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so this one like what would you say like an average IPA is like I don't know, um, 60 IBUs, 50 si- to 60.
1: 60 or 65, 70. Yeah, and so anything like that.
0: above that's usually pretty darn hoppy. This one is 115 IBUs,
1: so it's pretty hoppy. It's pretty little nervous pretty little, bitter. Yeah.
0: So, you know what? Let's crack these open. Um, we're going to crack them, pour them into our glasses and we'll just we'll describe some colors and then we'll drink them down to our bellies. Oh, oh, you you got a bottle. I got a can. Oh, your bottle cap is kind of cool looking. You should save that.
1: Yeah, it's the. Uh, it just says true independent craft.
0: Yeah. And Stone, like if you ever look at their uh, bottles or their logo, some people think it's a devil. It's a gargoyle. Yeah, it's a gargoyle. Their logo is a gargoyle.
1: Oh, my beer is actually. That's really, that's really like, you can really see through that. For a triple IPA, yeah, it's it, not Weird. as dark as I was expecting. It's Sometimes like,
0: with with uh, more heavy double IPAs or with triple IPAs, you have like a darker, um, almost amber, like red color. But this one's kind of like a, an orangish color. Would you say right? Whereas as Jesse pours his, it's kind of like straw, light orange, straw yellow. Like we'll say straw orange. Amber. For uh, enough about colors. Let's give it the magic word and like drink it Charles sipsky, right? Okay. And as oh, always. Sediment. Oh my god. Yeah, his is his mine is crystal clear. It's his like is cloudy from sediment, sediment which means his this. is not awesome. filtered.
1: Yeah, unfiltered.
0: Unfiltered, just like our lives and this podcast. Wow. <laughs> Coming to you live from Bruisin' Tunes, American Bruisin' Tunes, unfiltered. <laughs> all right, let's let's clank and let's say the secret word. Should it be Whoa! Ho ho! Ho ho! Whoa! Ooh! Oh my word! Oh my word! Oh my my! Oh yes yes! Uh <laughs> Oh man, that's pretty good. Uh, sorry for my sing song, but um, my goodness, is this a punch in the um, oh. what do you call it? Um,
1: punch in the gullet? Not in the gullet. What's the bread basket? The palate. The pallet, that's what it's called. Yeah,
0: the palette. This is uh, <laughs> a, like a fist straight to the palette. Ooh,
1: um, oh!
0: This is uh, like a, oh. a pallet bomb. It's not a pallet record, it's a pallet bomb.
1: Oh, this is so good. <clears throat> Whoa, already? That's There's one, one for me. There's one for Steve on the Belch Tally. Alright, so I'm winning so far. What? What? Uh, for this episode, what does the winner get? They get a $1 credit to redeem at any time from the other... Uh, participant, all right, let's shake on it. Okay, shake, shake. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so describe the flavor of your beer profile. Um, so you know stouts. Mm-hmm. Um, you've had you've had chocolate stouts. You've had coffee stouts. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the high the, the cold brew IPA? I do. Where the coffee was very present. I do. This I is do, like I do, literally I do. An, This is literally an IPA. With the subtle, most subtle hint of chocolate and coffee. It's amazing. It almost just is like an IPA with like a slight hint of chocolate and coffee.
0: And I know with uh, a lot of the um, enjoy buys, they're usually a pretty higher gravity, but you can't tell. Is that uh, pretty true for that one? It's at 9.4%. Can you tell?
1: Yeah, I can tell.
0: Mine but, is at ten point five percent, and I can definitely tell it tastes pretty
1: boozy. This is delicious. Um, uh, How about yours? What, what does yours taste like? Um,
0: really? Not as intense as certain triple IPAs, such as the Molotov cocktail, which uh-huh. is a really intense beer. <clears throat> uh, but it's well, nice belch. Uh, but it's it's pretty intense. Would you like a little sip? <clears throat> ski for you.
1: Two for me. Yeah, we're, we're exchanging. In case you couldn't tell. Yep. So I'm trying Steve's beer, and I'm trying mine. My...
0: Another magic word. All right. Well, oh,
1: it smells way different.
0: Whoa, you weren't kidding. That's nice. Wowzers. Yes. Yummy in the tum-tum. Actually, I really like that. That's the it's chocolatey.
1: amazing. The high-res? This has way more of the, uh, of the English hop. I agree. Like, way more of the, like, just straight-on hop. That's the high-res he's talking about. Not like the, yeah, the high-res. Not like the citrusy hop, like is in the stone. Correct. He's correct. That's pretty good, though. I like that. He's
0: correct. And for those of you who can't see, I'm using my favorite uh, social beer app, which is called? Untapped. Untapped. And once again, they are not our sponsor. We just absolutely adore them. Um, They're great. Please download it if you have a smartphone. And if
1: you don't have a smartphone, who are you? What are you doing with your life? (laughs) Here's the thing. If you have a smartphone and you like beer and you like trying new beers, why not download Untapped? Yeah. Just live, live
0: life and do it. You can add us, too. Yeah, add us. We're on there. We'll, we're on there. I don't know what my name is on there, but I'll release it one I day. I think my
1: name's like Jesse Titus or something. Uh, my like that.
0: my um, <laughs> Untapped handle, is it a handle? Like a Twitter handle? Yeah, I think so. It's yeah. Riot Steve. One word. Because Riot Steve is Riot Steve. What up? <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> All right. All in all, I'm very satisfied with this beer. It's going to take me a long while to finish it uh, just because it's really intense, but I would have it again. And I'm glad that I say it because I bought a four pack of it and I will <laughs> have to have it again. <laughs> what about you? Would you have yours again?
1: Oh, yeah. This may be one of my favorite enjoy buys. I've really? Got, yeah. Really? Interesting. Oh,
0: and for those of you who uh, are, are new to the Enjoy By game, they have an unfiltered IPA, a regular IPA, a black IPA, and a tangerine IPA. So they've they kind of branched out. Stone does it for the win. We've wasted so much time just talking about beer. Not that that's a problem, because that is 50% of the podcast. Let's be honest. Yeah. And we'll come back to our beers, but you think it's time to move on to the music, the tunes portion? Yeah, it sounds good to me. All right. Now, it seems like for the past five episodes, I've always kind of branched out first. I propose a change. Oh, you mean talk about your album first? Yeah, let's let's talk about what you listen to first.
1: All right, you know what? Let's do that. Let's start with uh, the best first. Yeah, well, let's.
0: <laughs> I actually agree with you. Let's start with the best first.
1: <laughs> okay, so last week, uh, Steve recommended me the album Dude Ranch by Blink-182. And here on Bruising to- American Bruising Tunes, our favorite band is Blink-182.
0: Steve's favorite band is Blink-182. Yes, our favorite band is Blink-182.
1: I try not to have a favorite band because I like a lot of bands. Uh, oh, pardon me.
0: Uh, try as you will, try as you might. Blink-182 is the greatest band in sight.
1: <laughs> nice Ryan. I know.
0: Anyway. I'm going to put that on a t-shirt also. Oh, gosh. Uh, if, if we have any listeners out there who want to buy t-shirts, <laughs> send, send me a message of what you want on the t-shirt and I'll somehow make it happen. <laughs> I say that as if we have listeners <laughs> exactly. who are more than like our three friends and yeah, our parents. <laughs> and our parents, yeah. If you are anyone who is, uh, uh, we'll figure that out later. Let's just move on to the music. All right, so blink Two Dude Ranch. Yep. Um, you would have heard um, a couple songs on there before, correct? Yeah. I, I know you've heard at least one, maybe two songs on there. In fact, you've played some of the songs on there in a band with me. Yeah, it's true. When we were in our band Cup of Shoop.
1: Cup of Shoop was a great band that we had in, uh, in college. And the reason it was called Cup of Shoop instead of Soup was because we the bass player was our friend Nathan Shoop. So, anyway, yeah. We played uh, one of the songs off this album in Cup of Shoop. And um, since we normally do, like, you know, we choose, like, three songs um, from the album to kind of recommend to you guys to listen to if you haven't heard the album. Um, the song that we played uh, is called Damn It. I will not be recommending that song. Ooh. Even though I think it's probably one of the like the best ones on the album.
0: And I agree with you there, but if you know much about Blink-182 and you've listened to them, I guarantee you know you're, that song. Yeah, Even you, if you don't really delve into their music much, I'm sure you've heard it. It's, you're probably
1: like, oh yeah, I know that song. Yeah. Even if you like haven't listened to Blink-182, you're like, oh yeah, I've heard that song before. You're crazy so, if you haven't heard it. <laughs> first of all, a little background. Um, okay, yeah. Well, why don't you say some background? Yeah, I
0: know it. a little bit more background on this. This was their first major... Uh, label release so it's like this was a big deal for them Ooh, oh and it came out in 1997 wow when That's i was a whopping crazy. six years old yeah i was just a wee little tyke did you get it when you were six years old no i didn't get it when i was six <laughs> years old <laughs> i to <was gonna> say <laughs> I, did, I didn't listen to i listened to music when i was six years old but i listened to the oldies which i still love but i was listening to in pittsburgh 3w s Oh gosh! <laughs> yeah, I fell asleep listening to that station, literally. But wegress,
1: yes, yougress,
0: Igress. Uh, so back to this album. This was their first major release, and oh, there's a bug in the room. It's a mosquito. Oh my goodness! I hate mosquitoes. Steve, did I get it?
1: I don't know, but it's, it doesn't. Oh no, no, it. no, I didn't, get it. I didn't it. get it. Just leave it.
0: I'm sorry, guys. I got. I really got distracted by a mosquito. Mm-hmm. This is the album that put them on the map. Not the album that made that made them superstars. That was the album Which afterwards. Which was Animal of the State, right? Yes. yeah, With all the small things and What's My Age again. But yeah. this is the album that garnered them major success first before mm. that. So I'll let you take the reins
1: since um, you had to listen to this for the past, what, two weeks? Yes. And now I wouldn't say that I had to listen to this for the past two weeks. I would say that I got to listen to it for the past two
0: you weeks. You were privileged to grace your earbuds with this phenomenal tune
1: yeah, I, I, would, I would say so. Um, all the songs are good. There's but, no
0: bad songs on
1: this album. I mean, there are songs that I like less than other songs. But there's
0: no bad songs. You but, heard it here, and you heard it first. Jesse agrees that there are no bad songs in all of Blink-22's catalog. <laughs> I don't know about that. Ow!
1: But I don't know about that. I'm sorry, I, I, but just, just go ahead and delve into the album. Uh, The first song is called Pathetic. The first thing I wrote was, it's just a great intro song. Yeah, it's super fast. It's like...
0: like, And the drum beat's like... They don't mess around, they just dive all in
1: super fast. Yep, and one thing that I really like about this song that they do a lot in all their songs is the changing voice lines, the changing melodies between Mark and Tom. And for those of you who don't know Blink-182, which... If there's anyone
0: who doesn't know Blink-182 listen to this... Uh, who are you? <laughs> uh, but for those of yeah. you who do know Blink-182, but you're not super well-versed, Tom is the guy who sings all the small things. Very nasally. Very, very nasally. high voice. Mark is the one who sings What's My Age Again. Much lower tone. Um, he also
1: sings Damn It. Yeah. If you know that song. Yeah.
0: Those two going back and forth, they have very different timbres, so it's <laughs> yeah, a big yeah, yeah. contrast going Yeah, it's
1: like a super nice contrast between them. Yeah. Um, it's a, What would you say this song's about? I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 after like re- listening to it what do you think it's about i i've heard this happen a bunch of times
1: um it seems like it's just like kind of going nowhere in your life and just, just being about like about loser. yeah yeah
0: yeah i i don't um, know I like trying to explain to a girl why you're not a loser and you can't come up with a good answer <laughs> yeah that's what I, ha- I i think
1: i mean that's what it seems like to me too and that's why i mean that's why it's called pathetic yeah um, i know i'm
0: pathetic i knew when she said <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah
1: um but anyway i gave that song a five out of five if i could i'd give it a six out of five but i agree with you there (laughs) this one goes to 11 (laughs) (laughs) um anyway uh the the next track is uh called voyeur Hmm. um and this is a kind of a (laughs) is kind of a strange song
0: it uh, the title is very strange and the song kind of follows suit of a peeping tom am i right yeah and um, it's, it's only fitting that Tom sings a song yeah exactly Peeping Tom DeLong
1: yep and it's a song about Tom being a peepee Tom yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah the, the the lyrics are really funny like there's one there's one lyrics where, there's one lyric where he's talking about like looking into a a girl's room from a tree it's a weird song it's such a strange song yeah if you're easily offended don't listen to this song yeah or quite a bit of this album yeah um but It's a catchy song though. Very catchy. Um I wrote down a really cool guitar part where they go da 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 Oh yeah, it's got some cool guitar rhythms in there. Yep. <coughs> um oh. and then also uh wherever the uh, the bridge slash the outro starts, uh huh. They go one, two, three, four, go. Da-da-da-da. And, and like, so it's it goes, kinda it's super punk rock. I yeah, guess. Like, yeah, like it's just super punk like, punk rock and like mm-hmm. just really like one, two, three, four. Yeah. But
0: I <laughs> give it I give it a four out of five though. Mm. I'd give it a 5 out of 5, but... Because the lyrical content is weird. Well, i give it a 5 out of 5 because it's Blink-1-2. Yeah. <laughs> and on, just track number
1: 3? Uh, track number 3 is Damn It. Mm-hmm. Um, a song that we uh, both, Steve and I, know very well, obviously. We've played this in bands before. Yep.
0: Um, and for any of you musical, um, musically-versed people, this has a chord progression of 1, 5, 6, six four, 4, which... If you ever listen to Blink 182 Two, it reoccurs eighty <laughs> <It's> percent <laughs> of the time on all of their albums. It's so catch. It's a great, great chord progression. It really is. Like, and it, 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 it reoccurs in pop music, rock music, all folk music, country music. It's everywhere you look. It's it's an yeah. absolutely phenomenal uh, chord progression. But it's just so simple. But Blink yeah, Two works very loves very very, very well. Yeah, they do,
1: and it works very very well in this one. Yeah, and I mean you can hear it in the main the and, main melody line. Yeah, and stuff. yeah, and. Do, for do, those of you do, who, do, who don't know do, it's like do 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 yeah over and over and over again yeah I, uh, it's just so great Steve loves it he's got a crush on Blink-182 so mayhap I do mayhap I don't you decide <laughs> <laughs> um anyway uh so this song was also re-released on en- Enema of the State mm well wasn't it nope it wasn't? You are very
0: mistaken, and I have no idea what you're talking about.
1: Really? Really.
0: This album,
1: or wasn't this it, song... Wasn't was, it released? Nope. Wow. I thought it was. Okay, didn't well, they did it over, right? Nope. Huh. There's wow. this version, and there's some live versions, but... Live version, that's what I'm thinking of. I hope that's what you're thinking of, because I have no idea where you came up with that one. I thought that it was released at the end of the state. Never mind. That is a point that does not exist anymore. Anyway, um, <laughs> oh, Jesse, you're crazy. I, I must be because I thought that was. The of <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, anyway, this sound, this song sounds a lot different than the rest of the album, like it has a different uh musical feel, in more poppy,
0: maybe. Would you say,
1: yeah, like more mainstream? Yeah, I guess. and this
0: album is not nearly as mainstream as. Um, all their successive albums. Yeah, true. I, I'd agree with you there. But that's this song—that's probably, that's probably why I thought it was. This, on this is the song state. that kind of dips their toes into the super poppy, yeah, mainstream. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I get what you mean there.
1: Um, super good song, super catchy. Give it five out of five. It's just like a, I mean, obviously a song about. If you ever heard it, a song about like a breakup. Yeah, it's,
0: it's definitely a breakup song. Mm-hmm. And about literally, it's about growing up because the the catch is, well, I guess this is growing up. Yep. And so that can be about breakups that can be about I don't know anything really Get a, I don't know forgetting your dreams moving out it, well I guess this is growing up can mean a lot of things to whoever it is but I mean he's talking about a breakup yeah but you can kind of tailor that to whatever you want it to be yep that's the beauty about music yep and poetry
1: and lyrics very true very true Steve I'm getting a little deep sorry anyway Jesse the... was shedding a tear there because I was getting really artful sorry I was yeah it was uh, very emotional. Um, anyway, the next song is called "Boring." Well, that song is boring. Let's skip it. That song is definitely not boring. <laughs> uh, this is a very short song. Clocks fast. It clocks in at a minute forty-one. It's it is very fast, super fast. But it's got a bunch of different parts. Am I right? It kind of goes through all these different like little
0: yeah. themes. Yep. Yeah.
1: Uh, There's a very strange part of the end of the song. There's a weird horse like going. <laughs> At the end of the song, yeah. after the song stops, was like a horse whinnying and neighing. Yeah,
0: and this this actually happens on a couple songs. Where here's what I think happened: Blink 182. They're a bunch of jokesters. They're in the studio making their first really really big album, big budget, big production. And they're like, you know what? What do we have like option wise here? And they found a horse sound somewhere on the computer, and they're like, let us throw this on the album. Yeah. <laughs> and so they did.
1: Yeah. It's it was literally an afterthought, I think, and they did it. But the part that makes it blink one eighty two is that there's a a kissing noise before the the horse noise oh, yeah. comes on. So someone's smooching a horse, I guess. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, or That's something weird. like that. The horse weird.
0: Is like, that is it's super weird. Yeah, but it's pretty rich if you ask me.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, just like the title is next song. Um, we'll call it Rich Lips. We'll call it Rich Lips. <laughs> do you know what the song's actually about? Literally? No, not literally. Do you want me to tell you? Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, so this song, and I only know this because I know a lot about Blink-182. I've heard yeah. interviews and I've heard him explain this song live. It's about uh, Tom DeLonge getting kicked out of high school because he was caught drinking. Oh, okay. And getting in trouble with his parents. And so maybe that'll make some more oh, sense to yeah, the lyrics. Yeah. That makes yeah. more sense, yeah. Yeah. So what do you think about this song?
1: Um... A little well, more acoustically driven, maybe? Yep. Uh, definitely a different, a different timbre mm-hmm. than the last songs. Because uh, it starts off just like... Right? Yeah, that's very vague well, that's for like the listeners, of, but yeah. A lot of the... With, yeah, with, with, with an acoustic a, a guitar. Strumming acoustic guitar with a, a, strumming a nice simple guitar, trumpet. Guitar. Yeah, yeah yeah. Uh, ooh. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, super awesome chorus in this song. I agree. Just I agree. super catchy. Very very
0: catchy chorus, mm-hmm. and it, it's like thematically it's about him like saying you know what I he, he's talking to his parents in this song yeah uh, at, at least I think he is I, don't know. Seems I mean that's like what it. it seems like yeah yeah and uh, what I get out of it I think is that he's just saying you know look I, I I'm human I screw up let me live my life is this let me one, figure it is out is this the
1: one where he says should I use that same line again blame my one like. Drunk friend, blame it on one of my on dumb my friends. Dumb, yeah, I'm yeah, on one of yeah, my dumb that, friends. That's
0: that song. Yeah, yeah. He's just talking to his parents, saying sorry, I screwed up. Yeah, I'm human. Yeah, which rich, we're all humans, and we all screw up. So,
1: rich lips is yes. what they chose to call it. It's a rich song.
0: <laughs> what about the next
1: song? The next song is called Waggy. Another uh. piece of trivia. <laughs> I I know too much <laughs>
0: about Blink One Eight Two. Um, and I don't know where I read this, but uh, apparently Mark titled this song. Waggy, because it was a word that he invented while belching. <laughs> and so what? he was burping, and I guess he came up with the word waggy? I... Isn't it waggy just describing it like a dog's tail or something? Well, you'd think, but. <laughs> he came up with it while, while burping. I, I don't know. I don't know. What? How. I've burped plenty of times in my life. I've never came up. Shaggy? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that. It, it sounds more like Scooby-Doo saying shaggy to me, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Do you remember when we try to get Laura Pickard and uh, Mallory to say that? Yeah. Uh Sorry, we regress. <laughs> it was
1: funny. We did we both
0: did it. For them. We, we did made they did. They, didn't. they were like, <laughs> none of our listeners are, are gonna know anything what we're saying
1: right i now. guess if laura and mallory are listening then they'll know but yeah other than that no one's gonna about know about it <laughs> and uh brennan oh yeah and brennan yeah she'll know too okay anyway um, uh, the song waggy uh you explain it so there's a really awesome intro the guitar line mm-hmm and right now, I for the life of me can't remember what it is, but it's awesome. Do 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 do. Of course, you would remember. I remember everything about Blank. Um So sue me. Um, uh, side note: Don't sue me. <laughs> so this song seems like it's just like about trouble in a in a like in a relationship. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, that's what I get out of it. Yeah. So it's like, is it too much to ask for this to work out this time? My only ask yeah. was mine. Yeah, yeah. So it's a guy trying to figure it out and, and not then, sacrifice too much, almost maybe. Yeah, and at not the trying end, trying to sacrifice his values and ask for it to work out. I then, think.
1: Yeah, and at the end, he says, "It's oh. it's never over till it's done," and I don't think that you're the one. Is the last? is like the last line in the, in the song. Yeah, yeah. One thing I want to point out about this album and about Blink One Eighty Two in general is that they have a really like really good way of making songs about relationships not sound cheesy. Like, they sound down to earth and like, like li- real experiences. Like, yeah, like, like lyrically they don't sound cheesy. I mean there's some
0: cheesy ones but for for the majority it's it's really not.
1: Uh, well, I'm saying on this album. Yeah, well, like on that, yeah, on yeah, this yeah, album yeah. like they don't feel cheesy to me okay. at all. Like they feel really personal mm-hmm. and they feel really like genuine if that makes sense. Um also Great bridge on this song. Yeah. I'm still behind you on the Burp Tally, though.
0: Speaking of bridges, uh, this is a very, very side note. I'm from the city of Pittsburgh.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh. Every time I hear the word bridge,
0: every time I hear the word bridge, I think of Pittsburgh. (laughs) Um, If any of you are listening from Pittsburgh, yeah, you guys know what's up. Uh, Pittsburgh is the city of bridges. Uh, It's also the city of champions. Let us be honest. Oh,
1: goodness me. Uh,
0: The Pirates are great. Steelers are great. Penguins are great. More championships than anything else in the world. Pittsburgh also has more bridges than any other city in the
1: United States of America. More than any other city except... None. Venice? I said in the United States of America. Yeah, I know, but... Not the in world. The world. Venice.
0: Well, Venice is like a, a city on a, a ocean or a river, uh, a lake. whatever you call it. Uh, a, is it a
1: lake? Well, it's a sea. Sea? Well... Well, no, no, it's a... What is that? Um, what Caspian is Caspian Sea. Is it Caspian? No, it's not Caspian. I don't think it's Caspian Sea. It's the... What's the one we don't it's, know geography it's, it's not I know it's not Mediterranean Sea it's not Caspian Sea not, my guess was Mediterranean Black, the, I have no it's idea it's not the Black Sea uh, Med, Mediterranean Sea is the big one that's well, like between Europe I'm just
0: and gonna America. go out on a limb and say it's the Indian Ocean
1: that's not what it
0: is either uh, I'm gonna look it up because I'm definitely not Atlantic or Pacific maybe it's the Antarctic
1: I'm de- it's not the Arctic. <laughs> it's definitely the Indian Ocean. Um, I'm let's definitely just, gonna look it up. Let's right pass now. our really geography and know. let's move on to the next song. I really want to know what it is now. Though. Jesse's
0: looking. He's looking at his weird non-iphone of a phone. Adriatic Sea. Adriatic Sea that okay. no one cares about is pretty. It, that's the Indian Ocean.
1: No, it's not. <laughs> All right. Enthused is okay. the next song. Um, track number seven, right? Yeah, the next song is track number seven. Enthused. Yeah. Um, I gave this song 5 out of 5 I also gave the last song Waggy 5 out of 5 fair enough I like those ratings and this is why (laughs) this is why I said it was so difficult to just choose three songs to recommend to people to listen to because all of your songs are 5 out of 5 except for one pretty pretty much yeah Um, so track number 7 Enthused it has an awesome guitar intro super fast drums Um, again it is another song about relationships except uh, the same Tom sings it correct um i
0: swear i'll act enthused yeah not that, that, a good that's, sign that's, if you're gonna pretend to act enthused
1: yeah this song starts off by him saying uh um like crazy quiet, but, yeah
0: strung out maybe
1: you're not allowed to be the one who gets to be the you do, do, do. so essentially he's like <clears throat> like not really enjoying the relationship i guess and he's like he's he's literally faking it yeah he's like i swear next time i'll act enthused whenever like you do like you tell me a story that's super boring or (sighs) that's just something like that like i swear next time i'll act enthused
0: i'll fake it yeah Uh, that's uh, that's bad
1: um and again like the song like the lyrics are are not cheesy at all i'm i'm i don't know
0: uh tom DeLong's experiences but i'm sure he wrote that from a personal experience oh yeah i'm I'm assuming
1: you'd, you'd think so and so that's, that's got to be like
0: a a bummer of an experience to be able to write something like that.
1: Yeah, I guess you felt passionate enough about it to write about it, though. Yeah. Um, but that that is one I would recommend. And for the first time ever in and Tune, American and Tune's history, a consecutive track recommendation is about to happen. What? 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 Yep. What? Track, what? Track number eight. I will also recommend. What's the title um, of that one? What, un- what is the title? Untitled. Oh, sorry. <laughs> the song. The, oh, song, the title song is so good. Is is Untitled. It is really a good song. Um. Do you know? Do you know
0: why it's called Untitled? I have absolutely no idea. I really. I know the you wanted to ask me that, but I have no idea. I kind of figured that if someone would know, you'd probably know. Ah. Uh, so. Maybe somebody else in the world knows. If any of you know why this song's called Untitled. Um, send us a message on facebook or leave us a comment on our facebook uh, or uh, website which is Bruisingtunes Bruisingtunes podcast podcast. Dot com. yeah yeah and on facebook we're american Bruising uh, Tunes uh, remember for me oh,
1: nice uh, oh
0: man also uh, drop us a line uh, let us know
1: um, but um, otherwise i don't know like compared compared to the rest of the it's kind of softer album it's a very yeah, softer, softer at first that's the And um, we got to post this on the website as well. That really funny video of of, uh, Mark dancing when they're playing this song live in Australia. They're playing this (laughs) song in Australia live on some weird
0: Australian TV show. And Mark's doing the (laughs) goofiest dance I've ever seen in my life while playing the bass guitar. He
1: does the funniest dance ever. It's hilarious. I love Uh, it.
0: Not many things bring me more joy than watching him Um, do this dance. It makes my heart smile.
1: Is it kind of like the running man? Where you're kind of like running going like is. this, but except it's like, I have no idea what the running man is, but yeah. Um, but so, so the, uh, the we'll, just, song, we'll post the song, it we'll the song, post it yeah, we'll on post the website, it. but the, the song starts like this. <laughs> 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 right? It's bum, 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 Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 Even though <laughs> anyone listening <laughs> here,
0: guys, is going to say like, what are they talking about?
1: No one's going to understand like our Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but so it, so it starts off like that, um. <laughs> like that. Even though they're not going to be able to understand it. <laughs> and once again, we will post
0: links, like YouTube links, for these albums on our website. So please look on our website where we post the songs. We have stuff from the episode where we post pictures, YouTube links of the videos, pictures of our beers, pictures of our beers. We give reviews of the beers, even more in depth on there. Just check it out on BruisinTunesPodcast dot
1: Maybe we should have an Instagram page. We should have an Instagram page. Or we just post pictures of our beers. Do you guys want us to have that? Drop us a line. I'll assume that was a yes. Oh sure. <laughs> but Untitled's great. Anyway, Untitled definitely recommend that. Um, but like, what happens like when you're like, like
0: you just work out and you need like your hair's all dirty? <laughs> what do you do with that? Um, usually, I take a
1: shower with what? Apple shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> all right, can, I, can I tell you guys a brief story real quick? Sure. Anyway, the track nine is called Apple Shampoo. Yeah, this song is called
0: Apple Shampoo. And when I was growing up, and I'm sure most of your listeners um, kind of grew up in the same time period also, um, there was this thing called L'Oreal Kids. Oh, yeah. It was a shampoo line. I never used it, but my sisters used it all the time. And they had an apple-flavored shampoo. shampoo really? And I got it. Solely because based on song. the fact that Blink 182 had a song called Apple Shampoo, that's hilarious. And I, I, get, I, I promise you, I was like in middle school slash early high school. I was not a kid, and I was buying L'Oreal Kids. <laughs> this is the kind of thing where
1: <laughs> oh, that's so funny. And
0: L'Oreal Kids is the kind of shampoo you buy when you're worried about getting like shampoo in your like eye. shampoo in your eyes. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, one yeah. of those ones for little kids who like can't keep shampoo from getting their eyes, and they're like. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm I'm in like middle school, early (laughs) high school, buying uh, little kids shampoos.
1: That's hilarious. Because it's
0: apple flavored. Because I like Blink One (laughs) Eighty Two. That's so funny. Oh my gosh, (laughs) I was that guy.
1: Uh, Oh, oh, nice belch. Oh man. Well, you just surpassed me in the (sighs) belch list. Oh boy, that's gonna be giving me some real nice burps, dude. Um. Okay, so this song is great. I gave it a five out of five. Um, I almost, I was very, very close to recommending this. Uh-huh. as one of my three. But why didn't you? Because I liked a different song uh, better. Oh, that was me. And this
0: song is all about growing
1: up. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, um, my favorite me... lyric...
0: Um, no, I have another. My, my favorite lyric is a little different. It's the... Okay, yeah, um, say your first where thing. Where he talks about being a boy trapped in the body of a man.
1: Okay. And that's kind
0: of like the mindset. Well, you haven't actually grown up yet even though you're, bo- like you're a- in age you've grown up. Your body has grown up but yeah, you but you're mentally my, like, haven't mentally, grown up. Yeah, and it's kind of like when are you gonna mature? When are you gonna act your age? Which they come to later on their uh, With my next age album. again. Yeah, yeah. It's just a theme you can relate to. Oh, I mean, definitely. I mean We're both twenty five I mean, well, right yeah, now. Twenty five. Yeah, and I still we're feel a quarter like... of a, a century old, and I feel like I'm in middle school. I
1: still feel like I'm you know, like eighteen or something like that. I feel or... like
0: I'm like twelve, and I can like run around and do hopscotch and <laughs> drink chocolate milk out of a, a quarter gallon bottle and go. <laughs> You know, tumbling down a hill. Go
1: play some laser tag. Oh, I'll play laser tag till I die. Til I die. If I die
0: on a laser tag course. That'll be a dream come true. That is a dream come true. Put that
1: on my epitaph. He died playing laser he tag. He died playing laser tag. He was lasered to death. <laughs> because at this point in history. You know what? If I die from laser tag, my gravestone is going to be. <laughs> tag. You're it.
2: <laughs> 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 <That's> so stupid. <laughs> I, <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh man! But, uh, uh, anyway, back, I'm sorry. We really, <laughs> really digressed. Yeah. Uh, back to Apple shampoo. I said my favorite line. What was yours?
1: Um, so one of the lines that I really liked. Well, first of all, I wrote great lyrics! Exclamation point. Um, and how often are Blink Wayne Two commended for their lyrics? Often, in my book. I mean I think their lyrics are really good. Oh, well, I think their lyrics are always great, but I'm talking about the general public. Um probably not that great, I guess. Um the yeah. one line the one line that I really like is the start was something good, but some good things must end. That kinda like sums up like what the song's about in my opinion. Agreed. It was like, yeah, it was really great when we started, but it's gotta end. Exactly. Oh, it, it, he also has songs, I mean, not songs, lyrics about like him being on tour and playing in punk rock and, bands yeah, and, and like, playing punk rock clubs It gets old. No, no, that's in Josie. No, yeah, it, 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 no, that's it, in this song, one. That's yeah. In this one, yeah. Um so like he's like struggling like trying to keep this relationship going while being on tour. So like that must be like kind of like really tough. Mhm. Agreed. It's a great so, song though. The next song, emo, emo. Ooh. I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on this one. This is the one song I gave. Four, oh, never mind. You gave a couple I gave other f- songs four uh, to five. five. But I like the song. song. My favorite um, song is the
0: outro when he's when yeah they're both singing at the same. time. And that time.
1: that's that's basically what I, what I want to talk yeah. about. The the first part of the song is like okay yeah this is pretty good like it's all right it's decent like I'll listen to it just to get to the bridge because the bridge and outro is uh is pretty good because Mark and Tom uh sing like at the same time and it gets like really fast and that's mm-hmm. good. And they're two voices they're singing different
0: lines it's kind of like yeah. a uh, a musical when you have multiple verses going um you ever listen
1: to Godspell the musical oh my god have you um anyway steve um, is destroying me in the burp tally right sorry. now but let's move on to Josie the next song track um, number 11 Josie track number 11 yeah we got to kind of get through this cuz uh steve's to talk about bro yeah we're <laughs> running out of time <laughs> we are, yeah. we are talking way too much about blink 182 not a problem they're um, great uh, Josie's. Josie is. Another single I, on the album. I love this song. It's so, it's so good. good. It's yeah. amazing. This is the third song that I would recommend. Um, I give it a five out of five. Um, it's basically just about how awesome Mark's girlfriend is. Mm hmm. Like, that's what the song's about. Um, and again, not cheesy. A song about love, a song about how he likes his girlfriend. But it's like. It's, not cheesy, though. It's not cheesy. It's not like, I love you, baby. you so good. It's, it's, it's like. like
0: I, in his words, he's like. My girlfriend is so cool. When I'm too drunk, she picks me up and gets me tacos. Like that kind of thing. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's just like, hey, my girlfriend's awesome. She brings me tacos from sombrero just because. Just because. Just and because she, she laughs likes at me. Vacation yeah. just she she loves. She laughs at my dumb jokes when no one else does. Yeah. She doesn't care when I hang out with my friends. She's awesome. Yeah. That's pretty much it.
0: It it which is kinda cool. That's that's the girl of
1: your dreams. Yeah, pretty much. Um also uh, one thing I wrote was the instrumental and the the bridge Um, very cool bass bar. it's like mm-hmm. yeah very Mark cool. Hoppus very, very is cool a very player.
0: underrated bass player I mean he's not like he's not like um the guy from Rancid he's not like the flashy like super crazy bass player but he's a really good bass player he's got like all these bass chords and kind of cool parts that he plays that people don't really recognize him for am I right? yeah
1: yeah, yeah you're right definitely <laughs> Anyway, on a track 12. Let's try you this. Any something. Star Wars fans out there? Yeah. yeah. Any Star Wars fan?
0: I, if you're not a Star Wars and fan... And everybody
1: resounds. Yes, we are.
0: If you're not a Star Wars fan, I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to hurt our podcast by this, but don't listen to us.
1: Oh, Steve! No, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. Gonna, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you don't you like Star Wars, can, you can still listen. If you don't, if, like, Star if you Wars.
0: don't like Star Wars, it's okay. I if apologize. you don't like Star
1: Wars, you can still listen to us because I we're, just hold we're huge, not Star Wars. I just hold a huge
0: grudge against you. <laughs> I'm 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 kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We're all allowed to our own opinions. Exactly. But this song, track number, what, is, what number is it? 12? Track number twelve is called "A New Hope," and it is all about Star Wars. It is
1: all about Princess Leia, more like it. I actually want to look at the lyrics because they're hilarious. The lyrics are so funny. Um, a New Hope is actually him singing as if he's a regular Joe, right? Singing, yeah, so a, a regular Joe
0: singing to Princess singing Leia. Singing to
1: Princess Leia, yeah. Um, so the lyrics are, Princess Leia, where are you tonight? And who's laying there by your side? Every night I fall asleep with you and I wake up alone. So, um, but it, 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 he doesn't actually fall asleep with her. No, he's just yeah.
0: He's just thinking he does. So this is some guy thinking about Princess Leia every time he goes to bed. Yeah. When he wakes up, he's by himself.
1: Yep. Yeah. Uh, poor him, right? Not really. Um, but, and so some of the verses are, "I'd search the moons of Endor. Ooh. I'd even walk naked through the deserts of Tatooine.
0: <laughs> As we all know, Tatooine is a desolate desert
1: yeah. of scorching heat. He yeah. I, I don't <laughs> um, know so my second favorite verse is even though I'm not as cool as Han. He, he means said, Han, but he, he says Han. He says Han in the for song for rhyming, right? But yeah, for rhyming. Yep. For Han, as Han as Han, but he it means Han, he says Han. I still want to be your man. <laughs> <laughs> You're exactly the kind of Alderanian that I need. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so so dude. funny. That's what this Mark Hoppus heard this song. He's such a nerd. Yeah. He's a nerd because all these
1: things, like, talking about Endor and Alderaan and, Alderian Alderian. and uh, Han. and Yep. And in the next verse. Oh, well, it's too many lyrics. Let's just. No, 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 no. Okay, I'll this, let you.
0: I'll let it go. One more verse. This is my favorite verse. All right. I'll let it go. I'll let it go for this one time. Um, so he, said, he says,
1: first. but when you were available, I was drinking Colt 45s with Lando. I was hanging out. In the cantina on Maasai's <laughs> League. <laughs> it's so funny. Because <laughs> he's drinking Colt 45. Colt 45's. Is, uh, it's just, just so funny.
0: Uh, what a great song. Just love it. Super catchy, super fast, great guitar, and it's just a fantastic song.
1: Yep, so we're gonna go through these last songs fairly quick so we can yes, get go to uh, something them real quick. Uh, the next song is called Degenerate. Mm-hmm. I think it's hilarious. It's a very funny song. It's different, though. The, it's real different sounding because it the, goes through... Yeah, very, very Tempo different. Tempo
0: speeds are very different throughout the verse, chorus, verse, yeah. chorus.
1: The beginning almost seems like... Like, down, take it down, take it down, take it uh-huh. down. It's <laughs> real slow, real and, clean sounding. Like It almost seems like he's... And like during the song, it almost seems like he's like singing like while he's drunk or something like that. It's mm-hmm. really, really, really funny. Um, lemmings. I, uh, I gave a... Uh, a new hope 4.5 out of 5. I gave degenerate 4 out of 5. Uh track 14, lemmings, I gave 5 out of 5. Oh, nice. I really really liked it. Uh-huh. Um what do you say about the song? I said it's a it's kind of like a song about wanting to like work out things in your life, like work to get better at things in your life. Yeah. And like it's super inspirational. Like especially the last uh, the last line. He says, "Maybe it's time you looked at yourself and stopped blaming life on someone, like and stop blaming your life on someone else, like stop blaming yep. like your mistakes on somebody else." That's a pretty good lyric, yeah. Not like what you it's
0: think a, of when you think of Blink One Eighty Two, yeah, like all right?
1: Oh, just when you whenever you think of punk rock, it's not like no, it's like hey, stop, like stop blaming your life on somebody else and just, and just like take responsibility for. Um, anyway, I give that song a five out of five. I almost recommended that song as one of my top three as well. Fair enough Track 15 is called I'm Sorry Oh I love this song Great album closer Completely different feel To the entire album Just a completely different feel To the rest of the album Yes I agree It's way different It starts off real slow right Yep Mm -hmm. Yep. I just love I love the ending The bridge Uh, Oh man We're just We're going back and forth On burps here Burping all the time here But yeah Love it Great album Explain the very end though. Just let them explain. Um, so what? What I wrote down was "I'm sorry." Infinity symbol. So essentially, uh, at the end of this album, uh, Mark sings "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm yes. sorry." So Just Mark, and Mark and is again. going over and over again. "I'm sorry." While Tom sings, "What happened to you?" And he so I'm, I'm sorry what happened to you so the whole the whole song is so kind essentially of
0: essentially about... Mark saying I'm sorry is kind of laying down this melodic um structure kind of like this yeah bass layer yeah. almost what, what would you call like a foundation I would just call it a structure yeah a structure or fo- uh, let's on, say foundation on which to build upon because yeah. he's doing that over and over again and Tom comes in with this melody and it just kind of builds over top of that and it just sounds really really cool over top of it and it's just Almost a highlight on the album for me.
1: Overall, great album. I don't know why... I don't know why I hadn't listened to it before.
0: I know why, because you haven't listened to good music.
1: Oh, boy. Uh, <clears throat> what's your overall rating for this album? 4.5 out of 5. Are you kidding me? It's not 5 out of 5? Steve, I haven't. I didn't give every single song 5 out of 5, so I can't <laughs> give it a 5 out of 5 at the end. Uh, well, Jesse doesn't know
0: jack about this album, or life, and so... Oh, <laughs> he slapped me right in the face. Was, not cool, I man. Was, I was pissed. Right, I was that's, mad. That's tough love. I respect it. <laughs> uh, I would give this album five out of five.
1: Of course, you would. I'm, I'm very not, biased, though. So
0: fair enough. All right, let's move on. We talked about Blink One and Two for a long, long time. I'm gonna move on to. It's a band called Broken Bells, right? Yeah, let me tell you a little bit about Broken yeah, Bells. Yeah, because you know way more about them
1: than I do. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know a little bit more about them than you do. No, nope. A little bit,
0: way more. Okay. Because I don't know much of anything other than the two
1: members in the band. So, Broken Bells is a group that was actually kind of formed secretly. Uh, their first album came out in 2010. Okay. Um, and actually so they're not that,
0: too not too old at all
1: no that was the uh, that was actually the album that I recommended Steve listen to the self title album Broken Bells um, but yeah yeah because I remember last week you rec-
0: recommended that and then yep. literally as soon as we <laughs> hit stop on the uh, podcast you were like no I'm going to recommend another album Yeah, same and band
1: it's, it's same band just their next album which came out in th- 2013 which is no 2014
0: yep. after the discos, um, was, um
1: yep the album was called After the Disco Um and essentially, um, if you remember a couple weeks ago, uh, I recommended Steve an album by the Shins. It's called uh, "Shoot to Narrow. Shoot to Nero, Yep. The lead singer of the Shins, his name is James Mercer. Yeah. And he is uh the like the co-founder of this band. Yeah. Him and (coughs) Dead Mouse. Nice burp. Dead Mouse. Yes. So um, Dead Mouse is
0: a more electronic-driven. Uh, would you call him a songwriter, producer? Kinda yeah, like song,
1: kinda? it's like kind of like songwriter, producer. Um, his name is also uh, Brian Burton. See, I didn't know that until right now. I actually what I his, know him by what Dent his actual yeah. name is. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but yeah, this album came out in 2014 officially. Mm-hmm. Um, the only reason that I changed my mind on this is because I think that this album is a little bit more, or or actually, I'll say a little bit less eccentric. Okay, so maybe more a little accessible. bit more a little bit more accessible to okay. the average the listener. average listener like, like me. Like what I'll say is the their self-title album, it took me like a couple months to really kind of like it, but this album, it took me like a week to like it. So it's definitely a little bit easier to listen to. We'll a little bit easier to get used to.
0: Calm your mustache and get off your high horse because I'm about to evaluate the song. High horse.
1: That's also a song by The Shins.
0: Yeah. All right. So let me uh, let me kind of take this album uh, by the reins and I'll I'll evaluate it for us, right? All right. Sounds good. <clears throat> it's a, it's a pretty short album um, compared to how many songs were on uh, Dude Ranch. Fifteen songs, right?
1: Yeah, fifteen songs. All
0: right. On um, Broken Bells, after the disco, there are 11 songs. Not a very long album, when you think about it. Three or four songs are at least four to five minutes long, if not six minutes long. I have a hard time listening to anything that's more than four minutes long, let alone six minutes long. What do you think about that, Jesse?
1: If I haven't listened to it, I have no idea.
0: I, favorite, mean, yeah, uh, I, mean, I, I mean, yeah,
1: you think, like, oh, crap. Well, that, That's what I'm six saying. Minutes. Like, Six minutes is for a song? That's, that's long. It's kind of normal whenever you
0: listen to. And when you think six minutes, not punk rock their very first song on this album called Perfect World is over six minutes long. <laughs> and do you know what? You know what? What? My favorite song of the album. Yeah. It is absolutely fantastic. Uh huh. Uh, my rating scale is a little different from uh, different weeks. I gave it a ninety percent. <laughs> 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 Every song I, I put it on a one hundred percent grading scale. One hundred
1: percent scale. And so
0: this one is ninety. <laughs>
1: okay.
0: Okay. <And laughs> I'm sorry. Um. So the very first thing I said was like, this song has a, a super nice intro. After hearing it a couple times, like when you start to hear this intro, you get an anticipation, right? Yeah. You're wanting to hear what's coming up. And so you get this anticipation. And all these new instrumentations, all these new layers come in. You're hearing all that, literally, all this electronic stuff. And you're like, ooh, nice, nice, nice. And then the analog instruments come in, the drums, the hi-hats. And Mm -hmm. when I say drums, I mean they don't all come in at once. They kind of layer themselves and come in slowly, uh, kind of dispersed. But when they come in, it just... It is so ridiculously catchy. And yep. I'm not going to lie, it's the most satisfying portion on the entire album for me. Right. Really? When all the instrumentation comes in. Okay, yeah. Because I, I really look forward to it, and when it happens, for lack of a better term, it makes me really happy. Okay, <laughs> like, gotcha. You know yep. what I mean? It just, it just feels right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, <clears throat> What do, you, what do you think is the. Would you, would you agree that this 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 whole album is like very different? Oh, this song is from, so different from like what you would normally listen to? Uh, I would never listen to this by choice. It's kind of like it mix between like indie, electronic, mm-hmm. folk, folk, like pop driven music. Mm hmm. Super good.
0: But um, James Mercer, the guy who's like the guitarist, vocalist, songwriter of the band, he is a very dense writer. I cannot interpret his stuff. to yeah. Save my life. Yeah, he's I I, I very, wish very, I could. Very dense. And so all of my like what I'm saying, his songs are about is what I think they're about. They're my interpretations and what they mean to me. Yeah. So I that's a preface right now. What this song for me is is about losing things and learning to let them go.
1: Yeah. And when like, you
0: learn to let them go, yeah. you find a perfect one. Yeah, right. This is the first best song for me. This is my favorite song in the whole album.
1: That's one you would recommend?
0: I recommend it, yes. Okay, yeah. Next song. On to the next song, which is called After, After the, the disco. disco. Yes, ignore Jesse. This song's called After the <laughs> Disco. I gave it an 85%. <laughs> 85 Why
1: did you rate it in percentages? Well, I rated it this way, just... Literally, Let it go. like the past weeks, we've been running it five. Like no, out of I, five. I
0: change from time to time. <laughs> I gave this an eighty-five percent, and I said this is my third favorite song. Okay, third favorite song. This is a good song. I like it. Um, I really like the message. the very first thing I wrote about the song is "Holy Dance" because yeah, yeah, after the disco, yes. But this like, this reminds me of two songs in particular. Do you know what they are? Pumped Dump up kicks. kicks. What, yep. What's that band called? Uh, Fosh the People. Foster the People? Foster yeah, yeah, the People. Yeah, yeah. Foster yeah. the People. So the song, Which is, Pumped Up Kicks. Pumped Up
1: Kicks is their worst song on that album. It's the only Just song saying. I know. But it's the only Just song saying. I know.
0: I know you're saying that, but I, it's the only song I know. It's my
1: least favorite on the so album. So it
0: reminds me of that and
1: Get Lucky by Daft Punk. Okay, yeah. See, like those two. Well, this came out before I Get Lucky, but...
0: But still, it those two combined, you can kind of see where I'm coming from?
1: Yes and no. Yeah,
0: but this song, it starts out with the bass and drum, and it's so yeah. ridiculously dancey. Yeah. And again... James Mercer, his writing is so unique and dense. I don't know what he means on this song. How about the key change, dude? There's key changes. But hold on. Let me the say meaning. This. Let me say this meaning. It makes me think that nothing's as great as it seems. That's what he's saying. Yeah, yeah, basically. But all yeah. for me, all <laughs> all meaning is lost because when I hear this song, I don't want to think about what it means. I just want to dance. <laughs> <laughs> and it, that, was, that was pretty good yeah yeah yes that makes sense, and yeah. like I, but i i've i've listened to the song i've read the lyrics he talks about after the disco nothing's as good right yeah no no yeah no, no. but let me explain it first you let me no, explain it. you hit the nail on the head let me explain it because i know you're about to okay. say it, like when you like are talking about after the disco to me that means like you're at this party it's great but when you go after that party or after the disco you're back into the real life. The, shine the shine's gone, fades away. Yes, yeah, so that's, yep, that's what he says. yep, that's what he says. Yeah. So that's what I get out of it. But I'm a, a music first, lyrics later guy. Yeah. Musically, this makes me want to disregard all lyrics and just and dance. And yes, yeah, This is a, such and a dance. You attitude. know what?
1: Same for me. Yes. Yeah. I'm just like I have to, I have to dance.
0: Yes. But we've we've wasted so much time on the song. Next song, holding on for life, track number three, 60 percent. Whoa! Oh, dude! Wow! Six
1: out of ten?
0: Yeah, sixty percent. Not my favorite. Not my favorite. Like, I like it. It's catchy. I'll give you that, but I don't care for it. Like, I mean, it's catchy. Yes, it is very catchy. It's something that might get stuck in your head, but for me, no, it's, it's, it's not my cup of tea. All right, I'm just throwing it out there,
1: and that's fine. But
0: lyrically, what is he saying? Is it worth holding on for love? Is it holding on like when it's that tumultuous? That's a good, that's a vocab word right there, tumultuous. That's true, it is. That's there. it's, it's um, like Yeah, it probably is. Holding on because the music is really ominous sounding. The music's like not happy sounding, and mm-hmm. he's talking about you gotta hold on for love, hold on for life, but it's this sad sounding music. It's, it's, a, like, it's a it's a it's a struggle. It's a dichotomy, if you will. Mm. Um a dichotomy, if you will. Yeah, I wrote that down, I'm sorry. I thought that's a really good word, dichotomy.
1: Um, um, it's not yeah. my favorite song. Do you like this song a lot? Whenever I'm listening to this album, it gets to the song and I'm like, "All right, yep, holding on for life." Yeah, it's a like, good song, but I'm like, "Yeah, I like it," but it's not like <coughs> it's not like Whoa. yeah. You know, it's not like a, oh, I love this song. It's like All which right, is why I, I like gave it a sixty percent. It's a skipper for me. Oh man,
0: nice burp, dude. No, that was actually a, really intense. Never a skipper. All right, so on to the next song. Leave it alone.
1: You love this song? I love this song. 50%. Oh, poop. Come on, That's better. All
0: right. Really? Um,
1: 50%? Really? You've got to be kidding me, I kid you not. You music hater? I'm not a
0: music hater, but the first thing I wrote was, not the no effects song.
1: (laughs) Come on. That's
0: biased. (laughs) I'm just making a joke because it's the same title. Okay. It's got a finger picking guitar part right at the beginning? Yep. It might be finger picking. It might be... uh, Picked with an actual pick itself. It's hard to tell. Oh. Like, I think it's finger-picked.
1: Either way, it doesn't really matter. I
0: like the finger-picking. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. I, I think it sounds good. It's real
1: consistent. It's real nice. I just want to know why you don't like this song. It just doesn't do it for me, that's all. Oh, it's just boring? That's what it is? That's what you think?
0: Yeah. All
1: right, you're, like entitled, I said, you're, you're entitled to your opinion. I said a little boring. Um, I just like it, just because, like... There's, I, well, one, there's one point when he's, he's singing falsetto... But then he goes into his full voice and it sounds like so passionate and so good. I just love it. He has passion, and I don't,
0: (laughs) for this song. (sighs) Um, Let me tell you what I think he's saying about the song. I think he's saying how this is about how things are difficult to change, right?
1: Yeah, holding on to... And,
0: for me it's difficult to change how I feel about this song. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. It's a little boring. Well, I, I, will, I know you love this song. I will, I, know. Have to, I will have to wholeheartedly disagree with you. Don't let Anybody me- who's listening to this, do not listen to Steve. This song's amazing. I, no, I urge you to
0: listen to this song and make your own opinion. Don't trust me. Form your own opinion, please. Yes, exactly.
1: Two valid opinions. Yes. Yeah. Either this song, you hate it, or Me, You Love
0: It. Yeah, so, like, we're only... That's the fourth song about after the disco, but me and Jesse have had some differing opinions. So, yeah. hear, hear us both out.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, On to the fifth song, Thank which is you. called The Changing Lights. For this song, I gave oh.
1: 60%. Wow, you gave this more than the last song? Yes, I did. I would have given this less than the last song.
0: <laughs> Well, you're wrong, uh, in my opinion. Oh, in my opinion. My ten, opinion. Ten I'm, percent different. I'm allowed my opinion, right? You are, yes. Uh, But it kind of has this palm-muting guitar part at the beginning. I I think it's a guitar, but I think he also plays a bass at the same time. Like, the the, the guitar and bass are are doubling. In the verse, it has this awesome melody. Well, lyrically and and message-wise, it's got a really kind of... Actually, you know what? I have no idea what he's saying. James Mercer is a poet. Yep, Yep, you got it. He really can speak about common things that we all experience in life but he turns them into a way that i do not understand and i cannot comment upon because he is very dense in the way he writes about
1: it Yep, you said what i was gonna
0: say okay so so, so there you go yeah but reading the lyrics and listening to this music what i get out of this and what it makes me feel is people are afraid to act genuine and kind of say their emotions say their feelings and so they kinda of put it out and fake it as if they don't feel something, and they just sit there and let life go by, as if they're watching the uh. lights change. Nice burp. But it wasn't that great a song.
1: Yeah. It's just been. okay in my yeah. book.
0: Let's go into the next song. Number six, okay. control. Yes. Better song. Good song. I gave this song seventy five percent. Passing grade. Good. Apparently by your grading scale, it's very good. On this album. Um, this song is so catchy, dude. Um, even the riff in the beginning is super catchy. Like it's, it's something I would really come back to. In fact, I'd play. You've a, lost control. Not even that. I'd play the the guitar part and have fun playing that. You gotta
1: give it up, give it up, give it up. But you know what? Whoa, Lyrically,
0: whoa. this reminds me of like a Bad Religion song, and they have a song called really? "No
1: Control." Really? Okay, cool.
0: Which kind of says that. Uh, Bad Religion Song says that we have absolutely no control out of the circumstances that surround us. We don't have any control over how other people act. We don't have control generally over life, right? Yeah. But we can kind of go with it and try to make sense of it. Yeah. Kind of adapt to it. And so, I don't know. That's that's a theme I, I kind of hear coming over and over again. Not just Bad Religion, but a lot of singer songwriters kind of like mm. coming back. Yeah. And it's just a really catchy song. I, yeah. I this is not my oh, top yeah. this is not my top three songs, but really I, it's a good song. It's oh, a very good man. song.
1: it's it's so catchy.
0: Next song is it. number seven, Lazy Wonderland. A lazy Wonderland. I give a rating of
1: sixty percent. yeah it's a, it's kind of a strange song. It's a strange song because
0: between the verse and chorus it's very different, dude. yeah. Um, in the verse, it feels super mellow and super floaty.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah. I think you definitely. kind of feel like
0: you're floating.
1: Um, did you
0: feel like um, you it's... were in
1: Octopus's Garden? Yes, I know this. what
0: you mean. I, yeah. I don't agree with exactly what you said, but I know I'm what you mean. The yes. th- the general feel. Yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, what I feel like, here and this is exactly what I wrote down, is about having your head in the clouds slash daydreaming slash nostalgia feeling about the past.
1: Yeah, so Octopus's Garden pretty much. Yes,
0: and when I listen to this, if I don't listen to the lyrics the music kind of makes my mind wonder like it's so soft and gentle it makes me like float into a different place myself if that makes sense and so Um, I think that's
1: what he's trying to do like musically I was listening to this song yes it was driving between a particularly long distance between one stop and another stop and I was like oh I'm starting to get tired while listening to this song and so I had to slap myself to try and stay awake between stops. Um, so this song I guess kinda did its job. Anyway, next song. Next song is called Medicine. Medicine. And which would be the you last take your medicine.
0: Exactly. This is the last song I recommend, which is actually the, the second song I recommend. Uh-huh. I gave the song Keep 86%. <laughs> uh,
1: I mean, what is that? 80, 86%? Um, As opposed to 87 or 85. 85 is very particular. 87's a little too
0: much for this song. But this song, Medicine, track number 8, is so catchy up front. And like, as soon as I heard this song, I think of Shins. Oh yeah. See, this is the this reason... This is the only song on the album I think of Shins.
1: This is the reason why I chose this album as opposed to the Untitled album. Yes. Because that album took me, as I said before, like months to get used to. And do you know this, what I think of when I think of This album took me like weeks to use too. And so
0: this is Jay Mercer. Do you know what I think of when I think of this?
1: What? Have Mercer. <laughs> <Instead> have Mercer? <laughs> Instead of have Mercer, have mercy. <laughs> Instead of have mercy, have mercy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my have God. Mercer.
0: I think this song is really, really dancey. Um, yeah, it definitely is. And also...
1: You gotta take again.
0: Medicine. I have absolutely no idea what he's saying like lyrically I don't know what he's trying to prove let me tell you the merit I think of this song the merit okay go for it the merit is the music and the melody yeah yep. because the rest of the song
1: means nothing to me at all which is bad and actually as I've said before I'm I usually usually listen to words first but with this album I mostly listen to music and melody well that's unusual for you yeah Oh. Because a lot of the songs are like, huh, what does yeah. that mean? But exactly. it's super catchy. But
0: next song, number nine, No Matter What You're Told is what it's called. I gave it a 72%. <laughs> Why 72?
1: Just because. it's just so funny. I love um, it. It's love
0: catchy, it. and near the beginning, it's kind of got like an ooh-like part. You know, it's mm-hmm. kind of like an ooh, um, which I really, really like, and super original, really really cool. And again, I have absolutely no idea what he's saying, what he's trying to prove in this song. You know
1: what? Maybe I recognize that
0: album. You you did. Uh, yeah, sorry about that. And I wrote this down. This this is me what I wrote. I feel like a dumb dumb trying to interpret the lyrics. <laughs> but at least there's an interesting melody. Yeah. Um, moving on the 10th song is called The Angel and the Fool and it is a slow um, song am I right?
1: very slow yes but
0: I I know that he's used like strings throughout the album yeah this is the first song I think that
1: they're actually prominent I would say the last part of this album is a much less awesome than the first part Mm -hmm. but this
0: song I think is really particular it's real specific I think this song is about one particular person that he knows or oh yeah uh, it's about somebody he knows overdosing am I
1: correct? That's probably about somebody that's what I got out of it either either overdosing or just engaging in some type of harmful activity that's way too much
0: my interpretation of the song after reading the lyrics is a girl got hurt by a bunch of men she became depressed and so she took pills and overdosed. And so she's an angel and a fool at the same time, right? Like me.
2: <laughs>
0: um. All right, you ready for this? <laughs> yes, ready. This music is boring for me. This yeah. song is so yeah. boring. Yeah. 65% because the lyrics are interesting. Okay. And which is unusual for me. Because I do not like the
1: song. The lyrics kept me interested. Huh. Yes. Folks, folks, let it be known. Steve was interested by lyrics, not just music. All right, so let us move on to the last song of this weird
0: album that Jesse recommended me.
1: Yeah, it was kind of a weird album, wasn't it? Yes, this song
0: is called The Remains of Rock and Roll, which I gave a whopping 20%. <laughs> 20%.
1: Yes. Or 1 out of 5 If yeah. you were to use the regular 5 rating scale Yes, you're correct Do <laughs> you want me to read this
0: verbatim For what I wrote down about this yes, song? Yes, literally, read it please Alright folks, this is literally what I wrote down I think of rock and roll being dead Right? But listening to what this band sounds like Yeah Rock and roll's dead You
1: know what, actually, yeah, you're, you're right Yeah, you're right
0: Yes yep, You're right And you know what? When you listen to the sound of this band Bam bingo wow rock and roll is
1: dead <laughs> Yeah actually yeah You know what you're right Yes because like the whole beginning of the not, album is like anti rock and roll Yes this this album is not rock and roll and Yeah
0: That's very true actually For any of you listening other than the Foo Fighters prove to me that there is any rock and roll bands left
1: Define what you mean by rock and roll. Class rock and roll. I, what do you mean? Define it, please. Very uh, straightforward. This is difficult Like for ACDC. Me. Foo Fighters are, are the only about... rock
0: and roll left in history. That's all I have to say. That, I, I'm not going to elaborate. I'm not going to elaborate. You keep
1: saying rock and roll, though?
0: No, no, no. Stop. Foo Fighters are the only rock and roll band left in all of history. Leave it at that.
1: What about White Stripes?
0: White Stripes are a rock band, a weird indie rock band. Not rock and roll.
1: Okay, rock and roll. But rock and roll No, as in rock like, and
0: roll is the Foo Fighters' Let It Go.
1: As in like ACDC? Let It Go. Or...
0: This song is kind of talking about the remains of rock and roll and like okay. what that relates to yeah. of good love and gold. There's some particular ways they describe it, right? The remains of rock and roll is a precious subject... Which is something that you can't really put a value on,
2: hmm.
0: okay? Because they say we value love over gold, like the remains of rock and roll. Yeah. Right. Yep. And so if they value something over gold, which is a uh, a physical precious metal, a physical interpretation it's fairly of fairly precious metal. Yeah, it's yeah, very precious. I think that the remains of rock and roll are something that can't be can't be bought can't can't be bought can't be falsely created it has to be there right you know what I mean yeah but it's something that like it's fleeting yeah because good love is fleeting it's hard to find the remains of rock and roll is hard to find
1: yeah like just that pure feeling of rock and roll is hard to find yes and it's good it's really really good but
0: I don't know I'm not gonna lie this song is boring for me. Yeah, I gave it twenty percent.
1: I mean, that's fine. Like, I'm not gonna lie. But you can appreciate the lyrics, though, right? Nope. Okay. No. Uh, <laughs> here, let me let me drop some. some this truth. is the first time on and Tunes, everybody, that I have recommended a bad album. I am sorry. Uh, he didn't
0: recommend a bad album. He didn't. I'm not done yet. I recommend not a done few yet. Bad I'm not songs. done yet. I'm not done yet. But let me explain what I think about this song. Okay, go for it. Every time I got to the end of the album and this song came on, I was really wholeheartedly tempted to skip it because I hated it. Oh, shh. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can I give you my overall interpretation of this album, though? You can, yes. All right. Go for it. Not
1: bad, but not great. 70%. Okay, that's on That's a C. I mean, I thought it'd be like 0% based on how you rate the songs, but... Um, Like, if I'm writing some music, if I'm writing a
0: poem, doing something, this is a phenomenal background album. This is something I can literally put on and work to. Do you know what I mean? Like, I can put this album on, and I can write a poem, I can write a song, and that's, that's a hard thing to do for most music.
1: You can listen to it.
0: Yes, I can listen to it in the background and it's really great. Or even this. Like if I'm hanging out with a bunch of friends, I can put this on and dance to it. Oh, very music. And this is I'm super white. <laughs> I can't dance to save my life. <laughs> you, I'm embarrassed to dance in front of anybody. <laughs> super white. I am so embarrassed yeah. to dance in front of anybody. You put this on, I guarantee I will dance like a fool. I but understand, I understand, yeah. But the three songs that I think were fantastic, which were Perfect World, After the Disco, and uh, Medicine, those three mm. songs, I think are phenomenal songs. I think they're really, um, really good, really catchy, and I think people can to appreciate that, them.
1: To that list, I would add... Add, I know what you'd add You'd yeah. add um,
0: Leave it alone leave, leave it alone yeah. You I, love that song I, I know you I love would, that song
1: I would, I would add that song Leave it alone hey, um, But I, I gotta be my own person I can't agree with you No That's totally fine The thing that I love about this album Is that it's so different From what I normally listen to That it's kind of a, Almost a relief From the normal type of songs That I listen to Yes It's kind of like a Welcomed relief Yes, I agree. That's essentially the reason that I love it. I like The Shins, Shoots to Narrow,
0: more yes. than this.
1: Yes, James Mercer with The Shins is much better than James Mercer with Broken Bells. All right, so last recommended albums for, for next, next week? week. All right, yes. but,
0: let, but before we do that, let's cheers our beer. So you got at least one sip left on your Enjoy Buy. I've got like two sips worth left on my high-res Let's finish these and let's say the magic words. You ready? Yep. Shibbed a Ah, nice. Oh yeah. Alright, so what happened to York recommend
1: Next week. Or next uh two weeks actually. Yeah, because we're so doing, doing bi weekly, bi-weekly, yeah. Yeah. You're gonna listen to Okay Computer by by Radiohead. I'm nervous for that dude.
0: I know it's a dense album. Um I will recommend No Control by Bad Religion. Yes! One of my favorite albums of all
1: time. I'm actually very excited to listen to Bad Religion. You better be because it's so good. Well, because I know that like Bad Religion is like such a huge influence in all punk, punk, rock. punk rock, like all of punk rock. Like literally all of punk rock. Like it comes back to Bad Religion. Every single album from Punk so, Rock comes back to Bad Religion. I'm yes. super excited to listen to yes. Bad Religion a lot. So. All right. Anyway. All right. Let's, let's that, give our sign That off. is going to do. do it. That is going to do it for Bruising Tunes. Uh, American Bruising Tunes. American Bruising Tunes. We listen to Dude Ranch and by blink 182 tonight. And we listen to After the Disco, after the
0: disco Broken Bells.
1: By Broken Bells tonight. Let's say the keyword and let's sign off. Shibbity I'm Stephen Johnson. And I'm Jesse Titus. And this uh, has been American Bruising Tunes. Thank you for listening. Ah.